What's up, y'all? We back with another episode. Solo episode. Solo episode. What's the deal? How y'all feeling today? How you feeling today? I'm feeling good. How you feeling today? I'm feeling real good. Before we get into this episode, this episode was brought to you by Motu VJ. This is the eye candy wine. Uh, make sure y'all go shop with them. They are black owned. We will put in the description box where you're able to get the wine from. What's going on? <laughs> What's your mental health? <laughs> uh, no, my mental health is, is pretty good. Um, I have been a little more honest with myself more these days, so I'm getting better and better. How about your mental health? My mental health is in a good space. Um, it's in a good space. I feel like I've learned or I'm learning to balance my work life and my personal life. Like I just had one life at one point, like these past couple of weeks to where it was just like work, 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 work. I wasn't really taking time out to like be by myself, like actually function without looking at my phone or doing something work related. Girl, it's so hard to um, separate your personal life from your business. Like when you are an entrepreneur, because you working around the clock, like you don't even really... You don't even really, it's no punch in, punch out. Like, you literally, when you pick up your phone, I, I guarantee you, it's probably me texting you or it's you texting me, so. I stopped picking the phone up, though, at some point. Like, like you got to have that time by yourself. Like Yeah, I tried. Because I drove myself crazy until, like, I'm like, okay, something got to give here. Like, it's going to get done. That's the end of, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the last like vlog that we did for our two year anniversary, we were celebrating thirty five hundred subscribers. We are now at four thousand. Like the love is unmatched. Like mm -hmm. I don't know where it come from because like people always talk about how um, you know your support comes from strangers, and because I know for sure I don't know four thousand people. So yeah. so shout out to all the subscribers. Thank you for subscribing to our channel. We got more content coming for y'all. Um, we love y'all. Yeah. And we've been getting, like, our last episode for Shayla, like, they was just, they was, the comments was rolling. They said that we opened up. We was talking about feminine, we was, femininity. We was talking about just being a woman. So, um. No, you opened up because the way you, like, put yourself out there is, like, you just such a thug. Girl. <laughs> like, nothing you bothers you. Thug, so nothing bad. bothers you. I mean, when you have a bad day, you will make it known you having a bad day. But like outside of that, like you, that's just who you are. Like it's like it's nothing wrong with you. I'm just Daisy. Nice to meet you. That, that, that pretty much. But you know, I also realize like when I'm talking to somebody who I can relate to, it's easier because you don't feel so alone. Like I don't talk about what I go through because it's not the average everyday drama. Like. It's some deep shit that be going on in my life. And I just feel the need, like, sometimes... I know talking about it do make me feel better, but everybody don't understand. So, I'd rather not have the conversation sometimes. You gotta let it out some way. Like, whether it's, like, with, like, a specific friend, a specific person. Like, holding on to what you're going through, like, at one point, you're gonna lose it. If you just keep holding it and keep holding it. I told you, I cry. That's what I'm Yeah, to yourself. Okay. I let it out though. What? I I'm, can't be mad at how you, it would work for you. <laughs> I definitely let it out. Like some days I had days like 
where I, oh my God, so me and my son had got into it and I was like, from that morning argument, it really started the tone of my day. Like that post I've been saying, like set the tone for your day, make sure it's positive. You pray, like it's so serious. Like I got into it with my son at 7.30 in the morning and we never argue. I'm talking about, I'm, we into it. Like, like that was my friend. This is my eight year old son. We was really into it. So I was crying. He He's did. not problematic though. He's not, and he said some hurtful stuff. So that day, like that started my day, and I'm talking about for the whole day it was just raining. Like literally, I was crying every time. But it was like when it was time for me to like say if I had to walk in here, you wouldn't know I was crying because I cried in the car. But when I got out, I mean, when I got back in the car, oh my god, I was boohoo crying. But when I got out, I was cool. You would never even know. So. Are y'all gonna have like more conversations now? Yes. Is it what? Is he at yes. the age now? He's at that age where yes, we need to talk about your problems because yeah, no, we can't be having you lashing out. Yeah, I can't have it. I remember even till this day, like my mom be so big on how was your day? Like she would pick us up from school. That was no, we would get in the car. It was no music on. How was your day? Like, and if we would have been like good. No, how was your day? Explain. What did you do I today? need to know. Yeah. You got to go in depth. Like, what's, what was good about it? Because at this point, now nah, I need to know. And it really has something to do with his school, too. So yeah. I'm just like, yeah, we got to talk about this all the time now. Because then he had the nerve to tell me he didn't want to talk about it. I said, <laughs> oh, baby, I don't care what you want to talk about. We're going to talk about it. Like, you're, no, you're not about to be bottling nothing in. Mm-hmm. Not, at this, not, the, not at that young age. Yeah. But, um... Okay, so today I really pretty much wanted to talk about, I reached out to our audience and they commented back, like, you know, what they wanted to t- talk about. So that's a few different things. Um, I'm going to start with the first one. Somebody wrote me, I'm like, you know, what What do y'all want to see us talk about on Real Talk? And he said, y'all, he said, good men not getting recognition. I seen it. How you feel about that? I feel like they underdogs. Good men be like underdogs. Like society make people think it's not good men out here. Mm-hmm. That's just my personal opinion. And it's good men out here. A lot of them not even on social media though. So let's start there. Oh lord. <laughs> <laughs> but my thing is, he said he wanted us to talk about good men not getting recognition, and I my point was. You You're supposed with? to be a good man. What do you need to be recognized for? Or what recognition do you need for doing something that you're supposed to do? Like, reassurance. I feel like in that, in that well, instance, reassurance. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. But are y'all reassuring the, the good women? Because who the hell are y'all? I, who, who, I, I, that was my point of view. I, I just didn't understand. Like, I'm not asking for recognition for doing something that I am supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be a good person. The recognition is the karma that you get back. Because whether you're a bad person or a good person, you're going to get that karma. So I was just like, you want to be applauded. That's like a fish wanting to be applauded for swimming. <laughs> it just blew my mind. I'm just like, That's what, what I'm saying. She's a thug. He wanted like some soft, feminine feedback. Okay. Baby, you are a good man. Baby, you I are don't, a not, first of all, I don't even know if you are a good man. I think he was saying overall. <laughs> not necessarily, unless he had wanted to talk to you on one on one, but like mm-hmm. overall, I feel like you should pour into the man good that man. pours. Yeah. 
feel like they deserve to be poured into. Like I do, I feel like that too. And then in the same sense, I feel like do what you're supposed to do. Like I mean, you want a trophy? I do actually. I do want a trophy for being a good mom because I'm more than a good mom and a good woman and a good wife. Um, wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I ain't want to say that part. So <laughs> you have been a good wife. I, let's say that I yeah. was a good wife. Yeah, I was a great wife actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that's like it reassurance and confirmation. Like keeps us going. Like yes, I know that I'm a good person, but it don't hurt for somebody to remind me. That's true. All right. Well, that was that one. Okay. I hope you, if you are a good man, I hope somebody gives you the recognition of being a great man. You deserve it. You deserve it, King. Um, somebody else wrote us and said, um, the importance of building from the ground up, understanding sacrifices. That's a good one. Um, we built our podcast from the ground up. We've been working on it for two years. Like, and what we've learned I don't think it could have been taught without us doing it ourselves. Podcasting is research, 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 more research, more research, more research. Like, that's kind of the number one thing with podcasting on top of personal experiences. Like, um, I think, and building it, we ain't had no plan coming in it. Like, I wouldn't say we wasn't serious, but I mean, it was just something was like, all right, let's let's do it. Like, mm-hmm. And we did it. And I've listened to podcasts prior to starting a podcast. So I was familiar with podcasts and thought I knew what they were doing. But it wasn't until we got in them seats that we started seeing like, okay, no, you got to do this. You got to do that. Like, it's been a long, hard two years. Like, But even on top times. of, yeah, we had a lot of good times. But even on top of the research... I feel like podcasting is more so networking. Yep. Like, it's never too much networking. Like, it's a conversation with somebody can literally change a whole, your whole way of thinking or what you thought you was doing right. Like, you're like, hold on, maybe I should try it like this. Um, And just, like, meeting so many different people. I love that about podcasting. Mm-hmm. Like, because sometimes you never know what somebody going through, been through, until you have a conversation with them. So I feel like that's the main key in podcasting. And if you do want to start a podcast or you just started a podcast, connect with other podcasts. Y'all can teach each other a thing or two. Like, mm-hmm. it's never no two podcasts the same. Like, this literally walking down the bread aisle when it comes to podcasting to me. You got the Wonder Bread, Sara Lee. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know the rest of the brands, but you get where, you get where I'm going with that. Like, yeah. Definitely. Um, do you think the world rushes you? Like to be married, to have a certain status, to have kids? Do the world do the world rush me? No. But can I see it rushing me? Yes. It don't rush me because I got a mind of my own. I believe that when it's my turn to have something, it's gonna come. But the world will rush me. They do got age limits on things. Oh, you're you're thirty. Like, when are you having a baby? Like, what if I'm not ready to have a baby at thirty? I feel like shit. We rush ourselves in kindergarten when we plan. Oh, by twenty five, I'm gonna be a millionaire. By yes. by twenty six, I'm gonna be married with three kids and a dog and a and a and this job and all this. And it's just like, oh, if I would have went along with my life, I wrote off of myself in fifth grade. Oh, baby, I would be rich, not living in Detroit. Um, 
six kids, Man, like what? big family, no. living in a mansion off the beach. What? Oh, that, I would have went my life as a fifth grader, please. But life has experiences, and I don't think we realize that in the fifth grade. Like, mm. look, girl, life then life for me until after I got out of high school. I was kind of doing high school, but yeah, because you was hard head. Mm -hmm. Hey, what you say? Life got lessons in this. <laughs> Let me learn. My girl Daisy was Daisy. <laughs> Oh yeah. Um, what keeps you connected to people you know are not good for the better you? Well, lately I've been cutting everybody off. So <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, what kept me connected was like being comfortable mm -hmm. with a specific person. I felt like I know you, like, and I started to be like, oh, that's just that. That's just how they are. Then I realized, no, that's not. If you don't want to change and elevate with me, then you can't be around me. I think... Go back to that Courtney Bell episode, trauma bonding. Like, yep. I held on to so many people relationship-wise, friendship-wise, like, just because we were connected through trauma. It don't make no sense. Like, now that I actually, like, it was my head and not my heart, like, I, it's, it's easy because somebody goes, like, I literally just got a new number. I don't think twice about it, like, Oh, people I had trauma bonding with writing me on the internet. You got a new number, yes. And <laughs> what's what's like trauma bonding to you? Um, just not even not not willing to grow for real. Like stunting your growth is trauma. Mm -hmm. So doing the same things that I was doing five years ago with you at this day and age, when knowing I shouldn't even be doing this, trauma. Like okay, another one was for me was afraid of the unknown. Like, what would happen if I cut this person off? Like, mm. I think I was so, Listen, I was no. afraid of the unknown for so long, but now I'm not afraid. I'm welcoming whatever God got for me. Mm -hmm. Like, whatever He got, send it my way. Like, I literally be praying for that. Like, please don't send nobody my way that you didn't send. No, nah, for real. But being afraid of the unknown is like, that take you back to being comfortable. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm comfortable with you. I know I can call you. Like, I got friends that, I don't do nothing but go out to eat with. Like, I'm about to stop calling you, bro. I got to go out to eat probably. But, um, yeah, being comfortable. So now I'm to the point where it's like, I want to be a little uncomfortable so I can be better. A lot uncomfortable. When you uncomfortable, you going to grow. Because yeah. you, you're not used to it. I said a little it. uncomfortable because I just, I can grow. You want to creep it? Yeah, I'm creeping. Creep like, yeah, sometimes being too uncomfortable, baby. I didn't been uncomfortable before. Like I'm talking like everything wasn't normal to me. Like it wasn't a normal, my normal everyday life. And I was just waking up every day, like forced to, it wasn't peace in the house I was living in. So mm -hmm. I was uncomfortable. So like, that's what made me continue move. to go to work and move. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I say super uncomfortable for me when I'm ready to go. Mm -hmm. All right. Somebody did write me and they talked about, uh, they wanted us to talk about being uncomfortable. So we kind of touched on that. Name a time you was in an uncomfortable situation that it forced you to grow. Hmm. Hmm. Well, <laughs> when my, um, I don't even know what to call them because we're going through something right now. So I'll just say my youngest son's father. When he was taken away, like, 
out of nowhere, I'm talking about we buying houses, we buying buildings, we we setting up ourselves for longevity, like for residual income. We got all these plans, we gonna do this, we gonna do that. And then out of nowhere, he was taken to jail. So I feel like that was the most, um, I wanna say that was the most life-changing experience for me that time because we were actually building like together. We were we were a unit. Like we weren't just baby mama and baby daddy like I was with my first son and father. But with him, we were a unit. Like was his is mine, was mine is his. So, um but he was the head of the household. Like I, I was a stay at home my well, not really stay at home. I was outside, but <laughs> I was being taken care of. Like me and my kids were well taken care of by him, so them just coming and taking him away from the family was like, hey, like, it's your turn, Daisy. Like, you got to do all this. You got to do what you was doing and what he was doing to continue to live the life that you want to live. Like, so that's when I started working the job. Um, I started working on my houses by myself. I started working on a building and I'm still paying mortgage at a building that I'm not making no money off of. I'm paying mortgage. I'm paying bills there. Like, um, on top of the bills that I have at my house, like it was just a lot. Like that was the most uncomfortable I've been. And then I didn't even have nobody to confide in because he was away. So not only physically am I not the same financially, mentally, it was all a big change. So, um, that was the time I was real uncomfortable. Like, I don't think I've ever been more uncomfortable to be honest. Um, yeah, that's, that, that was. That was some uncomfortability. <laughs> I don't know. I can't even say the word. Uncomfortability. I still don't even know if I said it right, but y'all get what I'm saying. That was deep. When was the time you were uncomfortable? A lot. Um, this one particular time, I, w- I had to move back home. This was like over five years ago. And I was used to like living by myself, like you know, no noise, mm-hmm. doing me, like, well, just, you know, being a single. With no kids. Yeah, so uh, going back home made me super uncomfortable, like, and I wasn't there for long, but those months, I used to cry in the car before I was Girl, in the house. I used to go back home before, when I moved yeah. back from Arizona. That was, that was a quick process. It don't matter. It was uncomfortable. <laughs> It was uncomfortable. It I want to un- say it was two weeks. You were no, there long. it was probably like a month or two, but still, mm-hmm. I had to go back home, and I had been on my own for over ten years. Was it probably like well, probably not ten years, but yeah. I was at years yeah. on my own, like so. I had to go back home, and mm. it was real uncomfortable for me. Like, and I had I'm a structured person, so I do routine things. So like. Some if the if the household is up and I'm not ready to be up, like now I'm up by force. Like it was just I would literally just leave the house, like because I was just uncomfortable. Man, yeah, I'm glad I'm out of that bag. Yeah, thank the Lord. I, Amen. I never had to go back. Amen. Yeah, that, Amen. I was real uncomfortable. What's um What's something people misunderstand about you? Can you go first? <laughs> I go first. Um, I go first. Um, I feel like um, 
something that people don't understand about me. I don't even think it's just me. I think people just feel like you can't change your mind or you can't have a different opinion about something after you said this about it. Like, okay, yes, I may have felt like this yesterday, but today is a different day and I feel a different way about it. Like, and I got the right to change my mind. Like, like, boom. Okay, say I was working my job. I was just working a job. Here's here's it. Example, I was just working a nine to five. And I was saying like, oh, I'm going to do, I don't know if I said six months at first when I started. I'm like, I'm going to do, I'm going to work this long. Blah, blah, blah. And then when I told somebody I quit, they was like, oh, you said you would go, okay, I changed my mind. Like, but that person was holding you, holding you accountable to what you said. I changed my mind. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like that person didn't have bad intentions. That was holding you accountable. Your word, your word is buying. Um, but if I'm trying something, that's my word. Is not you mine. need to. You know how you be. Like you probably should be. Like, I'm gonna try to work this for six months. Exactly, and I'm almost positive I say a try because everybody, even everybody, know I'm not like no working a job type of person. So I'm almost positive I said like, oh yeah, I'm gonna try and do this. I probably didn't say try and do that. I probably had my mind set on doing. The six months. But baby, you took. So you feel like you misunderstood when you say something and then you change your mind? Yeah, I feel like I'm, yeah. I feel like I misunderstood when that happened. And I just feel like. I don't know. I feel like maybe it's a how you would say. If you said I might or I'm going to try, then that's one thing. But if you said I'm going to work this six months, whoever said that about or said that to you, they was just holding you accountable. Mm. Accountability is hard. No, accountability is hard. Because that's something if I say, like, I'm going to read three chapters in a book today and I tell somebody, I actually told somebody that. And he was like, did you read your book today? And I'm like, no. He's like, why not? That's what you said you was going to do. Yeah, I changed my mind. So. You'll get there. You can't hold me accountable for something that I feel like not working. Like, why would, why would you want to hold me accountable for something that's not working for me? Because accountability on me, it works. It was just something you said you was going to do. Right. So, yeah, so, so I changed my mind because it didn't make sense. So, I mean, I don't know if you want me to be accountable for doing something that doesn't make sense to me at that moment. I don't know. But I don't... The stuff that people misunderstand about you. I don't know. I don't know. The instructions... <laughs> Being structured is a good thing. I say I said what something people don't understand that because they're not they don't have structure. Like yeah, yep, that's so. a good one. That's a good example. <laughs> um, people don't understand because they not structured yeah. or they not as structured as me. Like, and I'm more I move off routine. Like, I can't live in chaos. It's not possible for me if I just wake up willy nilly with no schedule or no not knowing what I'm doing. I drive myself crazy. That's a good one. Yeah, that's, that would have came. That should have came off the top of your head. No, cause maybe I don't know. I was you trying to think of some. <laughs> no, I was trying to think of something like not so businessy. I mean, but that's your personal life too. I guess you were structured before you had a business. I blame my papa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yes, you do. Um, somebody um had wrote this on our page and said, 
Um, they wanted us to talk about 50-50 relationships lasting longer than 70-30. But like, who in a relationship with somebody that's 70-30? I'm like, baby, you just might be in the wrong relationship, but you want to touch on that? I feel like relationships work for what works for them. I don't think they were talking about deals. Oh, talking about they being said, with somebody? Yeah, they were saying 50-50 relationships work last. Or, I mean, 50-50 relationships last longer than 70-30. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, he didn't, or she, or he didn't specify whether they were talking about bills. They just said 50-50. Yeah. I mean, sometimes in a relationship, it do be it do be that sometimes. Well, so like, y'all might have that season where, no, not bills. Uh, it's like, you know, you might say if I'm depressed and you're not, I might give less because I'm depressed right. or something like that, so... I guess it depends on how long that's going on. Right, yeah. Because I, I don't think you're going to get 50-50 from somebody every day. Well, um, I don't know either. Um, but do you think 50-50 relationships last longer? None of my relationships last so <laughs> I don't have an answer. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Well, shit, mine ain't easy. <laughs> At this point, I mean, like, so hey, we are not um, professionals at anything but our own lives. Okay, we put that out. Now, my ideal relationship, <laughs> you gotta, it gotta, it gotta make sense. Like, we gotta be on the court. Like, I feel like both partners should be given a hundred and a hundred. Like, it shouldn't be no. I don't, I don't know what they mean by fifty fifty. Now that I think about it, because. You can't give me half, like, and even in our give business all relationship, yeah, like, no, give give me everything, or like, I don't, I don't know. Now I'm confused. Now I'm, I don't know if I'm confusing myself. I don't know what that. That's funny because I don't. I, clearly, I don't have the right answer to that. <laughs> so, so matter of fact, you might have to come back and tell us why fifty fifty relationships work or last longer than seventy thirty. Because I don't know. That's kind of confusing, but. Maybe you are talking about bills. <laughs> she wanted to get the on bills. The 70-30 don't sound bad. As long as the 70 is the man and the 30 <laughs> is the woman. <laughs> so I'm going to just throw that out there. Um, I feel like in my situation, well, in the future, <laughs> um, it's whatever works for us. What if like he get laid off at work or something? I don't know. Yeah, and then it's I feel that. I feel that. But I, I also feel like Yeah, the I ain't no nothing against that. I I'm not gonna that. be like, Well, you lost your job. Peace out. No. I don't know. Mike's like, no, I'm just <laughs> But no, I I don't like you said, you gotta do what works for you. But I do feel like um a seventy thirty split is Fine. Like, and even though some men don't want the woman to pay anything, hey, I want a man like that. Um, 70 30, I feel like it's cool. 50 50, that's steep. If that's what you was referring to, 50 50, that's steep. Because you might as well, I might as well have a roommate. Like, you're not my man. You can't you leave. Know, I was the man is supposed to lead. Right, but what if something happened and he can't? Yeah, but he said. You mean coming into the relationship? Coming, yes, okay. I mean coming into re- Coming into the relationship. Yeah, you the shouldn't be trying to be in a relationship if you ain't got If you're trying together. to go 50-50. Because that's just the roommate. <laughs> no, if you don't got yourself together is what I'm saying. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> I'm saying. If you come in. Oops. 
They want us to eat. She ready to be drank today. Um, but uh, yeah, if you're trying to come in a relationship and you're trying to be 50, do 50 50, focus on yourself, King. <laughs> focus on yourself. Okay. Um, what is life teaching you right now? To have balance. To balance my uh, work life and my personal life. Mm-hmm. You said balance your work life and your personal life. Yep. And like make time for me. Like um, this year I got carried away with work. Like work, 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 work. And I'm still on that, but I still need to take time to myself because then my mental be affected. Like mm-hmm. I'm not sleeping, getting a proper amount of sleep. I'm just going driving myself crazy. Um, so that's what life is teaching me right now. And to be patient in the waiting season. Um, Shantia, uh, Shantia, Shantia, she talked about, um, being pregnant and being in the delivery room. Mm-hmm. Like I'm learning, I'm learning, I'm learning that right now. So like just being patient also while putting in the work. Mm. Um, right now, life is teaching me to network. Um, it is teaching me to work harder. It's teaching me to be thankful, be thankful for the struggle. Like, everybody got a different struggle. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but you got to be thankful for your own struggle. Like, and um, keep going. Don't quit. Like, because if you quit, you're going to be further than you was when you we're going like you gonna be further than the guy. Yeah, so. the pressure only get harder though. Like it's the further you get, like the pressure be more on. It's more overwhelming, um, especially like building a team. Like that's another thing life is teaching me. We build it. We thought we built a team, but it's still not time to expand it. Like mm-hmm. we can't do everything. Thanks, um, but your team gotta be willing to sacrifice. They gotta be willing to grind. They gotta be. They got to hold each other accountable. They got to be able to have uncomfortable conversations. They got to be able to communicate. They got to they gotta be ready to work. Like, your team can't just be full of anybody. It, it got to be, like, it got to be some type of passion in it. Like, no, it has to have passion in it. It got to sure. have passion in it, for sure. It You got to be able to uh, take constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. You gotta know you don't know everything. Um, be Never te- stop learning. Be teachable. Yep. And separate business from pleasure. I would say for friendships. Okay. Kind of hard to do, but yeah. You think? I mean, not really. Sometimes, yes, it is. Sometimes, like, cause girl, yes, I just had an attitude with you in the business world. Now you want me to go out with you? <laughs> <laughs> we out for for personal reasons. Like, Why this not? is crazy. You are the same person I was just arguing with five minutes ago. Now I gotta go out and have a drink and not talk about the business side. It's crazy. Like I don't know. Hey, hey we, we I be, be doing like it I, though. Said what I said what I said. <laughs> we be doing we it. We gonna sit here keep talking about what we said. Like, no, for real. So. Um, y'all, it just seemed like lately we just been getting a lot of more comments on our stuff, like more feedback on the YouTube. On the I'm Instagram. trying to get Daisy to respond back to um the YouTube comments because they be deep. 
Girl, can you comment back to I've me? I've been commenting. And I be commenting back on, on Instagram. Like, can we? They, he was talking specifically. Daisy got a real nice message. I she, like you, know she, she, you know she want me to, oh, thank you for your time. And it was a really nice, thank you. I really appreciate you for but commenting. But that was the feedback watching. we got back from the um, producer. He said, make sure y'all connect with y'all fans. And that person that said it, he been writing. He, write, he do write on our post. That's what yeah. I said. Like, I feel it. I feel it. Because, I mean, so you people will watch it. But for you go that extra mile to comment. The comment, you say yeah. we, you say we gotta respond back. Yeah. We gotta respond back to the comments. And All right. Nice. We interacting. We interacting in the comments this, this it year. It was nice. He was one of them people that didn't didn't know you went through what you went through. Yeah. So a that's lot a of good people, a lot that's of a good people thing. don't know. You don't look like what you go through. Amen. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Yeah. I I I don't know when I'm gonna be like just open to talk about everything, but it just be like I still be going through it. I don't. It's too touchy to talk about, and I and I know probably other people will be going through it and want to hear me talk about it. But let's talk about that it might together. Be the day y'all got to go y'all got to bring it. Like it is so crazy because people will write me in my DM and I just be like, I don't even know what to say back. Like what? Um, hmm, that's crazy. I'm sorry to hear that. Like I'm going through that too, but. Talking about it out loud, it's just like... You want to know what I use as like when I feel like I want to talk about something or that something could be talked about? When I be on TikTok, when I be on the For You page, people be on their raw. And me, breakdown, mental breakdown, mm-hmm. just saying what's no, going TikTok, on. Right? Like, and it just be like, damn, you had the, the strength to record yourself and talk about it. And it's like, I understand it because I went mm-hmm. through this too. Like, some of the things, you know, but... My for you page kind of been on one topic. I don't know what that's about, but Duh. yeah, I haven't. I gotta. I don't know why I can't be on TikTok. I don't know. You hit a million views. Why not? That was on a spicy little video. I was being. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's how they like to see they, it. I was so. It was funny. It was so funny. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm saying like on TikTok, like my 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 for you page okay. is always like the dancing, like you know. I don't know. No, I'd be on there learning stuff, listening to like therapists, like relationship life coaches, like yeah, whatever my mind whatever my mind whatever my mind wanna hear at the moment. But that is your cup of tea. I even listen to people's story time. Some of them story times be real crazy. I'm not gonna lie. TikTok, you never know what you gonna get out of it. A story time on TikTok because they be in a whole different type of bag. I was watching something last night and I was invested in it. She had part like part probably like seven parts. Um, her mom killed her, not her father. She was married. Killed her husband for like the life insurance policy, but they hadn't been married long enough for like all of this to kick in. Mm-hmm. So she really screwed herself over and didn't get the money. She went to jail anyways, but she wasn't get the money. She didn't get the money anyway. And the daughter talk about her like really killing the man like with ill intentions like, and she talk about like this was probably like seven years ago. Mom still is in prison, but she talk about like how she forgave her and she was wrong and you know that wasn't a good thing to do. And she hoped that you know somebody could hear this story and it don't affect you know that. Like I said, you never know what you gonna get out of a TikTok bag because baby, I don't think. People be on there talking about how um, the last story time that I seen was a poly one. 
<laughs> it was a man. And he was on there talking about, yeah, you know, I just, I'm just over the cheating. Um, so I just got both my baby mamas so we can all be together. And I was just like. Intrigued. Intrigued. Like, okay, well, it worked for them. It worked for them. That was the last story time I seen from them. No, it was a story time on TikTok of this uh lady. This was recently. It, it reached Twitter. Um, and she was talking about her her daughter is um I forgot what it was like. She kind of had I don't know if it was Down syndrome, but she was able to communicate about what was going on. She was like, this man raped her, right? But then she would take it back and be like, no, nah, he didn't do that. So the mama on TikTok, like, well, I don't know what to believe. I don't know. You know, she was like, she was real detailed. And, and the, the daughter is talking through the camera. She like 16. And the mama is justifying that, you know, well, maybe she just want to have sex. And I'm just like, with her uncle, though? Like, I don't know. It was like her uncle or the dad or something. I'm just like, she like, well, yeah, she maybe have this, whatever the syndrome was like she yeah she may have this but she's still 16 and want to do regular things like have sex and i'm just like okay this is weird um i don't know how that ended uh, you know people... no i don't altruism always take me back to where i left <laughs> off and it don't make no sense how it take me right back I my, like, yeah. mine be different it be everywhere and i was just like that's crazy like i don't know yeah. i don't know before we leave today, I did want to talk about um, May 1st is tomorrow. So this is tomorrow, maybe like the second week of May. What are three top goals that you got for May? Personal uh -uh. goals and business goals. Mm, I would say live show. Speaking into existence. Live show. Um an out of town collab get out of town guest collab and i'm gonna say the third one is gonna be personal that one will be um to reach my financial goals for the store i guess that's still business i don't have no personal goals <laughs> um three goals for me one is um biz this one is business um bring present patreon to y'all um we got a patreon we just got to start posting on there so that's a business goal for the month of may um another business goal is to um get the guests that's on the list we got a list at least get one guest off the list then my third one is a personal one and that's to live life more i'd be stuck on like business Woo! so much I love that last one for you. That I love that. I don't really be living my life for real, so I'm in a different season now that where yes, I'm ready to live yes, my life. Different season? Yeah, so Yay. I'm ready to live my life. Oh. Okay. You know, travel. Travel. Amen. Um, okay. Yep. Okay. More real talk, um vacations. Yeah. We going on one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. I'm excited for you to start living your life. <laughs> It's a blessing. Love to see it. <laughs> Love to see it, my girl. If y'all want to see more episodes of Just Adoring Daisy, let us know. Comment, comment below. Yeah, and before we leave, make sure y'all go get y'all some eye candy by Motu BJ. It's the, the, the wine is good. 
sometimes we drink on episodes the wine or the champagne but it's good we didn't drink today yep we um got a little work to do later so yeah um y'all know where to find us on all platforms rt adore the letter in daisy Yes, TikTok, Instagram, <laughs> YouTube. Make sure y'all comment, like, and subscribe. We gonna be commenting back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and make sure y'all have a good week. Until next time.